fellow again now. It's a bit of a nervous way to see what the outcome might eventually be to these COVID restriction changes. But we are seeing quite a spike in cases of hot, coughing, sniffling children as the renewed mixing following schools, play schools and nurseries reopening plays out in the usual ways. It's normally about October we find this extra-tumnal Restarts, ex-school holidays with lots of returning travellers bearing viral gifts, shall we say, <laughs> as they arrive back on our shores. Many parents, having already had contact with the 111 service and have seen swabs checking for COVID coming back as negative, that's slightly reassuring. This week's BMJ, British Medical Journal, conjured up an article about COVID vaccination, which is also slightly reassuring too. Especially that bit about a study from Nature magazine in a paper they published back in 2008. Telling of a group of bods who were being born in 1915 or earlier, 32 of them in total, had still retained some antibodies versus that awful Spanish flu plague of 1918 which killed millions. Again, reassuring. Overall, it seems Covid deaths... Uh, the rates remain low, with a quoted figure of about 1,000 cases at the moment versus 1 in 50 to 60 at the start of all this pandemic. I really wish, though, we could find other topics to, to blab about. It's just this dark shadow of this disease, having cast such a huge plume of black smoke over everything we do, say, and work with, it remains tough to do anything else. We had an afternoon educational session this last week, of course, it was a very long afternoon, it really was, full of consultant and specialist input and interaction with a few, well, well, a few topics of note and very few punches pulled. Lots of slightly eye-watering information too, as the COVID restrictions have clearly played an enormous part in prolonging waiting times for clinic appointments, operations and other health interactions. It was all there being played out. Many GPs were there having a coalface message relayed to and from them. We have lots to do and lots to catch up on, let's face it. Let's be clear on this and think that was a recurring theme. Back to the vaccination notes, though. Whilst the said BMJ article gave little concrete detail, how could it? It's been such minimal time has passed since the vaccine rollout started, but it did strike some reassuring notes. Things like vaccine timeframing between doses confirmed as several times more antibody responses if we wait the several or 12-week intervals versus certain jabs rather than the closer-together versions. The huge boost in antibody rates shown after the second jab, or at least within a couple of weeks of this, being given. This is, well, <laughs> good humanity from serious COVID infections. And hopefully that will persist, we think, for several months, or at least after vaccination, with mild disease, the more likely outcome if we do catch a dose of COVID. Once both twin vaccines, of course, however, are in place. If it warns against, though, the notion that this will be a one-off vaccine, <laughs> whilst advising that even if jabbed, we can still catch a mild dose of the virus and we can still transmit it. There's lots of... Uh, strings of DNA to this sort of COVID virus. <laughs> mm, cautiously optimistic then. The feel of such material 
uh, we're found within our learned medical journals. I will just try to keep you up to date with what's happening behind the scenes as ever. So until next week, cheerio.